Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Bigger, faster, stronger. Um, it's kind of surprising because honestly, we, we set up, we set up, we set at certain weights we wanted to be at. And I hit the 235, and um, I talked to him about it, and he was like, uh, when we get 235, you got to lose muscle. I said, well, we only do that, and then we stay where we at. So he's in great condition. I'm rocking with those guys who he competes every day like he's, like he's eighth string or something. Like he competes all the time, so he goes all the time. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Hold up, sit hold up, down. Be humble. Hold up, sit down. Be humble. Hold up, hold up, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we're going to get to everything when it comes to the reactions of the sports weekend and we want to hear from you you can call or text in actually on our newly sponsored text line southern structural solutions buzz text line at 501-661-1037 get after us in the asher record live fan feedback after me on twitter at buzz john neighbors and today we're going to try to fit in everything that happened over the sports weekend we'll have andrew ellis hogsports.com join us in the two o'clock hour giving us some fall camp updates for the razorbacks chris gordy will be joining us in the monday or in the three o'clock slot here on this monday so we'll uh, talk to you about all the college football as well as some NFL news going on, too. So we look forward to catching up with him. We'll have the best and worst of the weekend. It's just going to be a lot going on. But, you know, Joe, no matter what it is, on Mondays, it's always one of our busiest shows just because of so many things happening over the sports weekend. But knowing that football is actually here and it's upon us and we have stuff to talk about and throw in and you know, the conference realignment stuff, you had some big fights over the weekend, you had some Major League Baseball news. Uh, women's soccer. I mean, it's just everything over the weekend was impressive. So if you couldn't find anything to watch on the sports scene, then that's more of a you problem than anything. The weekend. That's what we're always living for. So going into the weekend, we're uh, always talking about everything that's on the docket and then coming out of the weekend, able to react to everything that happened. So that's how it is, and that's how it's going to be, especially with football season cranking up. Oh, yeah, because uh, the Hall of Fame game happened in last week, which I saw – that uh, it was the ratings on it was really impressive, like incredible. I know it usually people, is because yeah. it's football. Oh yeah, it, but it's like I think uh, I have to go back and look. I should have had it pulled up, but at least from what I read, it was one of the highest rated Hall of Fame games that they've had in like three or four years, something like that. So uh, it, it just shows the starvation that people have in this country. Even though there's a lot of great sports, football is king. It's always going to be king. And even if it's just not in a game that matters or a game that counts and you don't even get to see the star quarterbacks playing it, does not matter. It doesn't even have to matter for teams that you like. It's football, and you're going to watch, and you're going to be excited about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, it's good to be able to enjoy all the other sports going on as we get into this time for football. But it's going to go by fast. The next oh, yeah. couple of weeks before, well, I mean, we got 26 days to the first Razorback game, but we have less than that until the first college football games. And then once it gets going, middle of the week, it's going to go from Wednesday through Monday. And so we're going to get a really extended look at college football starting off, even to the point where some people 
now they're starving for it. But even to that point, they may say, okay, I pick and choose some of the games to watch here and there. It's not like you're going to be glued Wednesday through Monday to watch each and every game. Nope, but it's almost like, uh, I don't want to use the phrase because it's probably come off as offensive to some, but it's college football or just the football sport in general is almost like, hey, you're going to watch your favorite teams, but you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it type of deal where you want the option that it's there. You're not going to watch every game, but if it's there and you're not having anything else to do and you're cruising through, you'll see a little maction going on, then you're like, all right, well, yeah, I, I could watch Toledo versus Bowling Green. Why not? I'll check it out on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night, whatever it is. It's just what people like having. They just like... And again, it's just the the game itself. You've seen the helmets. You've seen the, the pads. You've seen the hits. You've seen the passes. You've seen the plays. Uh, you kind of can take away a little bit of just who it is or what teams it is. You just want to see the collisions in the sport itself being played at a high level. Even before that, even before we get real games with college football, we've already had one NFL preseason game, but the next few weeks it's going to be NFL preseason because the Jets and Browns, they played an extra game, but the rest of the NFL, they're all going to play three preseason games. So that'll happen over the next three weeks, and then, It'll lead us right into college football. It's a perfect segue, too. And I know with uh, the Razorback football team, as you mentioned, 26 days away from their first game of the season. But Razorback fall camp is in full swing. And I know we're going to have a lot of things to talk about today from that. And uh, we'll talk about that with Andrew Ellis. But uh, one of the things, though, that we uh, got to hear over the weekend, because how they do it for practices is, first off, Media that gets to watch it, they don't watch it all. They watch a, a very small portion of it, but they at least get an idea of it. And then you have press conferences with coaches, position coaches, and then players. And over the weekend, I play, a coach that I have been really fascinated to hear from has been Jimmy Smith, the running back coach. And the reason being is because you don't really hear a whole lot about him. It's not that he's not good at his job or that uh, he's, you know, he's just not a guy that – he's almost automatic. It's, he, just, he knows that he has a great team and a great squad – and so he doesn't get talked about a lot, and the fact that he's been able to keep this running back room together has been extremely impressive, and uh, that's one thing that I was always fascinated, is how in the world has he been able to do that, where, you know, the transfer portal, everybody's looking to get theirs. Well, here's what Jimmy Smith had to say about that running back room and having so much depth there at the position. Honestly, from the outside, it's difficult for me. It's fun. <laughs> so I got 1A, 1B, 1C, and I got Dominic on the way and Isaiah on the way, so it's it ain't difficult for me. It's fun. So they compete. Like I say about the guys all the time, it's fun because I know one going there and run for 10. I know the other one's saying, give it to me so I can run for 15. And they're saying, give it to me so I can run for 20. So they're not selfish at all. All the ones see each other be successful, but all the ones be, do better. So that's a beautiful thing for me. So it's fun to me. Isn't that a little surprising that you have running backs like that, guys that have been experienced, guys have been in the program for a while, and they're still all here <laughs> just because of skill position players especially? Uh, we know the running back position maybe gets devalued, but still surprises me that you have dudes that have legit SEC experience that came in as freshmen, then the sophomores and the juniors, still sticking around the program where they probably could have gone to a lot of other programs and gotten a lot more playing time if they decided. It is a bit, but at the same time, there's going to be competition wherever you go. And then we know with the running back position, you're going to get you're going to get some touches. You may not get the amount of touches that you want, but you're going to get some touches and. There's no guarantee if you go elsewhere that you're going to be the feature back and get the amount of touches that you want. So stick it out and compete. Yeah, which is what they're doing right now. And Rocket Sanders, of course, has gotten all the talk. You heard in the intro of them talking about he's bigger, faster, stronger, and that's what everyone's been hearing, which is great. That's what you want to see. But you know, with you're going to have to have your opportunities. Even last year when Rocket went down in the bowl game, you know, you had AJ Green and Rashad Abinian kind of bringing it. Dominic Johnson, who's back, he's been out for a while, but. Uh, people were expecting it to be Rocket, A.J. Green, and Dominic Johnson last year. Well, then you had to have Rashad Dabinian, the true freshman, step up into that role. And we know injuries happen, but I think this the way that the offenses are ran and uh, the way that uh, you talk about you know the opportunities that they're given, I think these players on this team understand, hey, we're on a team that's pretty run-heavy, that has you know opportunities for the run, run attack and, and rushing attack, and we're going to get those chances. It's just a matter of uh, making the most out of it and uh, trying to, to build ourselves up and uh, get those opportunities where we're going to have our chances of just making the most of them. The key is with the running backs trying to, to crack that top three. And so that's why you do have a situation because you're going to keep recruiting running backs, first of all. And then with Dominique Johnson coming back from that injury, he, he didn't uh, play much last year, but 
you know, was it better for him to stay here and try to get back in the mix or go somewhere else? And, you know, evidently for him, he felt like the best opportunity would be to stay here. And if you stay here, you still have a chance to crack that top three. Yeah, because even A.J. Green, when he was uh, speaking with the media, he was asked uh, the specific question of why hasn't the running back room left? Why hasn't it changed up at all? I would say Coach Smith and just the way, like, we push each other. Uh, we all know, like, if we wanted to go somewhere else, we could play. But why do that when we have the best players right here that's going to push us to our best potential? We're brothers. We don't hate on each other and, oh, he's getting this many carries, this and that. We're just pushing each other to be the best we can. And it's what a great answer that you want to hear from somebody like A.J., who four-star player coming out of high school, had a lot of offers to different places, but uh, felt like this was the place for him and, and stuck it out and showing that they have a close-knit relationship, too, as a running back room where it's healthy competition. They respect each other, but they also want to push each other to be their best. They can do different things on the field, too. They can have different roles. A.J. Green... Is somebody that uh, he's known for getting some of those screen passes and catching the ball out of the backfield. So when they're in those type situations and they want to call those plays, maybe he does get a little more share of it. But Rocket, the feature back, right? You know, people kind of sleep on what Rocket can do as far as catching the ball and getting in space. And he did play receiver in high in uh, high school, so. He has some versatility to his game also. Yeah, which is, yes, with getting to the NFL, we know the running back position, there's a lot of that coming out of the backfield that you also have to be good at and, and helping in pass protection. Like There's a lot of elements and a lot of moving pieces to that running back position. And uh, hey, even on, on Twitter, we got a, a tweet from Tyler saying, guys, I'm so excited for football, and I love all the running backs that we have. My question for y'all is, is this running back room – the second-best running back room behind McFadden, Jones, and Hillis that Arkansas's had. Let's see what the results are for this season, a, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we need a little bit more. Uh, uh, and I'll say the potential's there for sure. Like, I mean, you got some guys that have had some great experience, but yeah, you're going to have to wait on that. There, nothing's touching unless, like, Rocket Sanders wins the Heisman and then A.J. Green or somebody else is a All-American, too. You're not going to really get close to that running back room that Arkansas had in 06 and 07. But, uh, yeah, we got to see what they uh, end up doing this year, too. Also, the 870 says on our newly sponsored Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line, uh, when is the first college football game? Week zero is in its next Saturday, or two Saturdays from this Saturday. That makes sense. Because I think that's when like North Carolina and South Carolina play, I think. Uh, I'm not, but then again, there may be some other uh, college football games before then, too. i got to keep up with the schedule and stuff to do with this week zero. There's usually a, uh, a game overseas somewhere. And that's oh, yeah, how that's they kind of right. get things kicked off. That's right. Is it usually a big game or just like a... In the past, I think it's been Northwestern and Nebraska. That's right. Yep, that's right. You're right. Uh, I'm looking at... So according to the scoreboards here on ESPN, it says the first college football games will actually be on Saturday, August 26th. So, yeah, two weeks from this this Saturday. First game, Navy and Notre Dame. How about that? How about that? Yep, and that one's going to be played... In Dublin, in Ireland, there so it is it. overseas. Yeah, Notre Dame being in Ireland just seems some seems like it needs to fit, and because like, there's some of these repeat games like Hawaii and Vanderbilt. I forgot that they're going to be playing each other once again, uh, just like they did That'd last be year. Nice. Yeah, this time Van, the, the Hawaii has to come to Nashville though. Uh, they're probably going to get smashed again. Probably so. Also, USC, San Jose State, so you get to see Caleb Williams and seeing if he's going to repeat on his Heisman Trophy. Uh, campaign, but yeah, got a lot of got a lot of college football happening in just two Saturdays. But we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds, folks. We want to hear from you five zero one six six one one zero three seven. What's your reaction to the sports weekend here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services? Let us know. We'll get to that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Tuesday, David Basil unveils this year's Little Rock Touchdown Club speakers. The Zone will be there broadcasting live from War Memorial Stadium, courtesy of Simmons Bank. Sports Center. Days two and three of the Arkansas football fall camp were over the weekend. Arkansas running backs coach Jimmy Smith met with the media on Saturday. He was asked if it was difficult to manage a loaded running back room. Honestly, from the outside, it looked difficult for me. It's fun. <laughs> so I got 1A, 1B, 1C, and I got Dominic on the way and Isaiah on the way. So it's, it ain't difficult for me. It's fun. So they compete. 
Like I said, about the guys all the time. It's fun because I know one going there and run for 10, I know the other one's saying, give it to me so I can run for 15. And they're saying, give it to me so I can run for 20. So they're not selfish at all. All the ones see each other be successful. Fall camp continues today. Stay tuned to the buzz for updates. And the Arkansas Travelers lost all six meetings with the San Antonio Missions. The Travelers will now hit the road to face the Midland Rockhounds. That series starts tomorrow. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or your hip, maybe even your back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice and call my friends over at QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people all over central Arkansas every single day with this amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged tissue. It's just like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses a concentrated healing agent from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so that they'll work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and no to drugs. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics today at 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 1037 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boarhead deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz. It is Out of Bounds here on Reaction Monday, and we talked about so many sporting events that happened over the weekend that makes it just so much more fun, especially when football's in the air. Well, here's the thing. If you were watching it, that's great, but wouldn't you have really liked to have made money on some of these games, too? Probably. No, it's not probably. You absolutely would have. So do it with the Bet Saracen app. If you haven't downloaded it yet, I don't know what you're waiting on because this is the time to do it. They have all different specials to choose from, even though we've been talking a lot of football, which they do have specials for that, college football and NFL season specials. But you can also get 
Major League Baseball specials, soccer specials, golf specials, and yes, folks, they even have double R prop plays for the Razorback football season. Like, for instance, K.J. Jefferson, if you think he's going to win the Heisman this year, how about you bet the over on him for throwing for 2,499.5 yards and over 24.5 passing touchdowns? You get that for plus 150, and that's just one of many different ones to choose from, whether it's offense or defense. They got the specials there with Bet Saracen. They also have an app that's extremely easy to use and extremely convenient, and you get paid instantly. So no matter what it is when it comes to your sports betting needs, they got it with Bet Saracen. So download the app today on your iPhone or on your Android. You can also check them out at BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way. No matter what it is, make sure you're making money and having fun with Bet Saracen. Again, it's a Reaction Monday here presented by Fleetwood Management Services. Fleet Management Services. Uh, did see this. In fact, uh, Justin Aker just called it out there a second ago. We were talking about uh, apparently Arkansas women's basketball is playing over in Croatia. They just won 124-12. Uh, to 12 Nice. Over the in-Croatia All-Stars. Way to get off to a great start. I, I, I don't see how they lose this year and the rest of, uh, rest of the season. But... I, I know that it's, again, it's, it's in Croatia. I don't know. I couldn't sit here and say, you know what, that in Croatia all-star team is really good. Like, I don't know. But, man, when you see scores like that, it's like, I mean, what do you take from that? Like, what do you do? Anything? They did what they are supposed to do. Now, that is impressive that you're able to hold a team to 12 points. Now, is that more on Arkansas's defense or the team and their inability to score? But at the same time, it does showcase the fact that Arkansas – was able to put up some some points there. Now, yeah, you can't take anything away from it, but it's impressive, and you did exactly what you're supposed to do. You controlled it to a certain way that you're supposed to, but even made it more impressive than that. It wasn't just about winning the game and controlling it. You were impressive in doing it. I will say, though, that in Croatia did uh, start to play a little bit better in the second half because he only had four points in the first half. But they finished with 12. So there you go. They doubled it up in the second half. They made it happen. They made it happen over there. But uh, kudos to them and the women's basketball team, Mike Neighbors, uh, getting it going. Because I I was trying to think when Arkansas men's basketball played over there, was it around this time of year when they were doing that? Yeah, it was about the same time. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was something later or closer to the season. But they get a good experience out there, and I know it's about building the culture. They didn't score that many points. No, they did not. They did not. In fact... Uh, I don't even know. I, I know they won the games, but there were some of them that were, were pretty competitive and, and pretty close. But there are also some of them, I think it was the first game they were over there, where like the team didn't show up or something, so they had to like go and grab people kind of just outside. It's like, hey, you guys want to play against the Razorback basketball team? They had different jerseys on, like each each individual, but they got it done. They, they fielded the team. It didn't work out for That's them. That's what that experience is about, about just the team bonding more so and just getting some game reps because we know that with College Sports House forever changing with the rosters, it's good to be able to get a feel for it and be able to play against some competition. Even though it may not be the type of competition even close to what you're going to face, it's just good to be able to to line up against somebody on the other side of the court. Yeah, just somebody that's not yourselves and, you know, being having that bonding experience, being overseas and, uh, you know, playing it out. I I don't know if if the games are on TV because the Flow Sports had the – at the men's, I don't know if these are available on Flow Sports. Maybe they are, or something like that. But that was uh, quite Flow chaotic. Flow Sports carries everything, though, so wouldn't be surprising if you could find that on Flow Sports. Mm-hmm. Well, if, uh, if anybody wants to jump on it and do the free trial and let us know, so because I can't do any more of those. I've used all my email addresses to get the free trials there for uh, Flow Sports. Oh, I thought it reset. Like, if, uh, if you go away for a bit, and then you go back, and you can do it for free again after... I guess maybe not, though. Well, no, that might be true because the time I did it, maybe you have to like wait a year because the time I did it was for the baseball series and then the basketball series, which was less than a year. So maybe it's like, oh, it resets the email over a year, something like that. Uh, but I remember it was telling me, no, it's like, you've already used your free trial. It's like, man. you got to pay for this baseball. i got to pay 30 <laughs> bucks, 30 bucks for the month to check out the baseball if I want to see it. But I get it, and I get it. Everybody's got to make their money somehow. But uh, let's see. So uh, a few other things, of course, also, which was crazy over the weekend, uh, which the conference realignment and the madness that has come in college sports where now uh, the Pac-12 is essentially dead, it looks to be as the Big 12 has now added Utah, Arizona State, and Arizona, moving themselves up to 16 teams. You also have the Big 10, who has added Oregon and Washington into their mix, which are officially leaving the Big 10, too. 
And looking at uh, Brett McMurphy's just latest tweet says, now Cal Berkeley's Board of Regents is scheduling a special uh, meeting to meet about their membership of a conference. Not to say which conference, but of a conference. So I never would have guessed in a million years this type of stuff would move as fast as it did, but good grief. Uh, this has been madness and chaos in college sports over the whole course of figuring out who's going to be where and where these teams are going to be at. It's insane. It really is. And with the uh, with the Pac-12, they were trying to get that TV deal, and that's where things kind of fell apart. And uh, they were, just weren't able to get on board and hold it together. You know, they had one team. They had their two biggest teams that had already left the conference. And from that, you try to get all the other teams to band together, and they just weren't able to do it in a timely manner. And when that happens, teams in school start going their own ways. Yeah, it's sad in a way, but it's also not surprising just because of the amount of money that's involved and how important it is to get a part of a conference, especially with television deals and broadcasting rights. It's going to happen. But I've seen so many, I don't want to call them overreactions because you can have your own opinion, but since it's a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, I've seen people saying that, this has ruined college sports as we know it. It's ruined everything. I've seen people saying, oh, it, you know, it's ruined the non-revenue generating sports because now their travel and how far they have to go and, and, and everything, which may, may have some points. But uh, it's just almost to where I've never seen a sport change just across the board completely like college sports, particularly college football, has in the past three or four years. And people either saying it's great or saying it's awful or saying it's the same. They're, everyone's all over the place. I don't think anyone knows really what to think of what the future is going to look like for college sports. It, it, it's going to be really crazy how everything will happen there. And um, it, it almost looks like the ACC because, you know, our first thought was it was going to be four super conferences. Now it looks like it could be three, and there's even talk that it could be two. Chip Kelly even has an idea where he says – how about it's just one conference, and then you have divisions based on geography? That probably makes a lot of sense. I think that would be honestly, I would love to see it get to that point because it, it's become such a big deal and a big money maker that if you can have if you can have one person or maybe not even a person, maybe a board, like whatever, just have something to where you answer to because the NCAA is no longer it, but just something you answer to. And then they're like, okay, you're under this embodiment. We'll do the television deals and, and everything. And then we'll just chop it up in the divisions where essentially it's the same divisions as our actual conferences, but they're just called divisions. I think that that's where it needs to go and that's where it needs to be. I just don't know how long it'll take because as we know, especially with how college football's been, there's just a lot of people wanting to have uh, their power and wanting to be in power and have to come to agreements to something to make that work, I, I don't know how long that would take for them to do that. Though. The school in the coast has taken a lot of criticism is Colorado and Coach Prime because of other schools commenting about them leaving for the Big 12. So let's listen to Coach, Coach Prime, Prime and what he, what had, he to had to say, say when, when asked, asked about, about realignment. He's moving up. So we're trying to win. Okay, I don't care what conference, who we're playing against, we're trying to win. All this, All this is, is about, about money. money. That's about a bag. Everybody's chasing a bag. You get mad at the players. How's that? Sound echoey over there. How do, how do the grown-ups get mad at the players when they're chasing it when the colleges are chasing it? Yeah, that's true. I, I, just I, know, yeah, I know that's true. A couple, couple more teams moving today, rumored. I mean, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, same teams are talking about us, right? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, that was good. I love going to practice each day. Witnessing the battles that we have at certain positions, receiver battles, offensive line, defensive lines, defensive backs, corners, pickers, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. And I, I love the depth that we're displaying right now. I really do. But, yeah, like he mentioned, you know, these certain schools, they were being critical about them, and now all of a sudden they're all on the move, too. And it was uh, Dan Lanning at Oregon. He was really outspoken about Coach Prime and what was going on there. And we see what Oregon's done. Yeah, see, that's, and that's the thing that kind of frustrates me about in that particular case. The, the complaining that comes from these other schools or from these other presidents or conferences or whatever, where it's like, oh, well, when you do it, that's that, you know, you're, you're not loyal, you're disbanding or whatever. 
but we're going to we're doing it because you made us you forced our hand you know it's like no you could choose to stay there but you're not you cuz you're going to go for what's best for you and your school and your institution and that's what makes it so annoying for at least me of watching these uh, different reactions from people who are in power. It's like, no, you're all about the same thing. You're just going about it differently. You're all about making more money. That's what it's about. Like, it's it's about making more money. And if you have the opportunity, I guarantee you, like, you know, if Oregon would have left, like, if Oregon would have been contacted by the Big Ten and they would have left before Colorado, he probably wouldn't say anything. Well, you know, it's just it's what it is. And if somebody criticized Oregon for leaving, he'd probably feel the same way and go back at him. Like, it's just, y- you can't, you need to just do it this way and handle it this way. Be honest about it. Just be like, hey, listen, we're about money. We need to make money. We like making money. And this was an opportunity for our school to make a lot more money, to fund our athletic program, to give us better facilities, to give us better opportunities, to give us better academic centers, to do all these things. And this was a better situation, so let's get some money. That's, that's what it is. And it's just weird that people try to take this high road of moral code of like, ah, you guys left us. You guys are doing this. We would never. No, just everybody's about the same. It's just a matter of if you got asked first or not. Eli Drinkwitz also had a great response when asked about conference realignment. Mm, I was really hoping nobody would ask me that question. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'm going to say it. I thought the transfer window, I thought the portal was closed. Uh, oh, that's just for the student-athletes. The adults in the room get to do whatever they want, apparently. And it's, um, you know, it's just sad that there's... Um, look, I, I, my question is, did we count the cost? I'm not talking about a financial cost. I'm talking about, did we count the cost for the student-athletes involved in this decision? What cost is it to those student-athletes? We're talking about a football decision they based off football, but what about softball and baseball who have to travel cross-country? Do we ask about the cost to them? Do we know what the number one indicator of, uh, of symptom of, or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, you know, those, those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing at four. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's three or four in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did we ask any of them? Yeah, so he's saying, you know, this is much more than just football. Football is the money-generating sport that's bringing in and paying for some of the other sports that's not necessarily bringing in the same type of revenue, but it's it's affecting all sports. It's not just about football. Yeah, and I, I think to an extent I see his point. But at the same time, as you mentioned it, it's like football is what drives the entire athletic programs where some of these sports wouldn't even be on campus exist if it wasn't for the money that football brings in. Now, it's not always about money because I think the mental health aspect of it is important too. But it's a matter of, okay, we can, we can improve this. We can, we can make it better to where our traveling is better like, like because of the money that we have. And I am sure, or at least I'm hoping, I am hoping that these conferences that have, like, USC, UCLA, but also Rutgers, are doing things when it comes to scheduling on those particular sports. They make it as easy as possible for the travel arrangements when it comes to those scheduling. I'm hoping that's the case. And, you know, I I think it's going to end up being okay. I think it's going to end up being all right for everybody. It's a lot of traveling, but... You know, it's if you can get more money for better travel arrangements, for better facilities, for all those things, I think the student-athletes, and I'm not trying to speak for them, but I think that they would appreciate and enjoy that a lot more overall than, uh, you know, having to travel another hour or two to go somewhere else. Personally. Well, how about with the extra money that's coming in, you do take the steps for some of the other sports to travel yeah. better and um, and have better accommodations when it comes to traveling. Maybe not to every place, but for the really far trips, maybe they do get those private flights and don't have to worry, or you know, um, don't have to worry about being in airports and flying commercial on a flight with a bunch of other people. Yeah, I'd see, and that's I don't know how you know every university's got it differently, but it's like you know I think about Oregon, like man, I know, you know Oregon's got money, you know that they can figure some things out, especially with the amount of money they're bringing in, which I know is there's no set number, but I did read that. Uh, according to the Big Ten full Big Ten full share number being fluid, 
Uh, it says, uh, along with variables like the college football playoff and the, and the television contracts and all that, uh, is going to be where each school will make about $70 million annually to start. See, that's a lot. That's, that's a ton. That's enough to prop up the other sports and have them travel and better better accommodated as far as the way they travel. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do something, like, again, we're using an example of softball or baseball, but maybe they do something to where if you're having to travel out on the road, like, do you play USC one weekend and US, UCLA the next Absolutely. weekend? Absolutely, yeah. They yeah. have to do that anyway. They yeah. should do that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you could make it work. You could you could find a way to, to try to be as accommodating. You may not always be perfect, but... I think that they're they're going to it's going to be okay, and I think the student athletes will be okay for the most part. Uh, you know, it's maybe not ideal where you want to fly from LA to to New Jersey, but you know the amount of that times that that's going to happen hopefully is not so much to where it ends up being problematic for some of the non revenue generating sports. But like baseball, softball, the examples they bring up too is because those are three games in a weekend. You know, it's not like one game on a Saturday and you're back. You got multiple games. Basketball, kind of the same way. You do a midweek game, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and you got a game on Saturday somewhere. So, those are the ones that the traveling is going to be pretty fascinating to see how that plays out and how they handle that too. But we'll see how it all goes, and it's all gonna. We got to get through this season, but it's all gonna get going next season for 2024. Wasn't you like drink? What's the one that was kind of like, not won't say anti, but like kind of not really big on nil at the beginning too? Was, was that him? Uh, maybe, maybe I'm so, maybe, but, you know, with coaches that were anti-NIL to begin with, they know that this is yeah. how it is, and you have to get on board, or you're going to get left behind. So, you may not have liked it, and there may be coaches that still don't like it, but they understand that this is what's working for them, and this is the way that they have to go about handling their roster and recruiting. So, they're just going to have to do what it takes to make it work like that, even if you still aren't in favor of it yeah i I just laugh how at the beginning i felt like there was a lot more people that are coaches and stuff that were a little uh suspect or anti that and all of a sudden and they still may not like it right but they have to do what it takes to be able to play the game you got to do it it's almost like you know i'm sure some coaches with the changes of college sports and everything there's probably some coaches that didn't want to see the scholarship increase to 85 in football and we only need 60 because you know that's just the way that it needs to be but hey they got to adapt you got to adjust you got to make it happen and I think that it's it's just, again, incredible. Every aspect of college sports have changed. Everything. But I don't think it's bad, though, Joe. I don't think it's this is a bad thing. I don't think this is going to ruin college sports. I think it's just going to be different. Like To me, if, you're, if your favorite team is Arkansas, for instance, and the way it is going on, if at the end of the day you're still going to see your team wearing that Razorback jersey going out there and you're still going to watch it. Like For fans, I don't think it's ruining any college football. For certain schools, it's helped them, and it's helped their process of how they go about doing certain things. But for the most part, overall, the teams that were at the top before, they're still the teams that are going to remain in that spot because it, you know, everybody is using the same system, and the teams that had advantages before, they're going to have those same advantages now. Yeah, and I know that the College Football Playoff Committee, they're having to rethink some things because you know, they were going to have it to where Pac-12 got an automatic bid into the college football playoff. Well, now they're not uh, not thinking about that so much anymore. They're wanting to change that up. So, yeah, it, it's an ever contract is already written. The Pac-12 is like, nope, we're <laughs> we're in. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to bring we're going to send Cal. Going to send Cal Bears over there to the college football playoff. Uh, but hey, listen, I think that they'll end up merging with another conference, you know, something like that. Uh, I don't think the Pac-12 will be dead. Uh, still be a name, but maybe not this the power that it once was. And who knows? Maybe more schools will jump ship. You know, maybe Oregon State, maybe Stanford, maybe somebody else decides. You know what? We want to leave too. Could happen. But either way, we got a lot more though to discuss because we got what's trending in the world of sports coming up next. And I know uh, there's a few things happening, especially over the weekend, that we haven't gotten to yet because there's so much. But that's what makes it so much fun here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So we'll get to that and a lot more here on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 
1037 The Buzz and Tito's Handmade Vodka present the best of the best pickleball state championship August 18th at the Little Rock Athletic Club. Come cheer on the state's top-ranked pickleball players competing to win their part of Arkansas's first pickleball championship. The best of the best pickleball championship August 18th presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in White. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Dell Technologies Back to School event is on with deals on top tech for class, hobbies, and more. Now, when you buy, you support a cause. With every eligible purchase, Dell will donate to UNICEF in support of GIGA, a UNICEF ITU global initiative to connect schools across the globe to the Internet. Accidental damage protection included. Get rare deals on select laptops and desktops powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Save now at Dell.com deals. UNICEF does not endorse any company, brand, product, or service. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. If you're a lover of the outdoors, be sure to catch Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 1037 The Buzz. Ray and co-host Brian Hendricks, outdoor editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, explore the natural state and much, much more. All the fun is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 1037 The Buzz. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot at the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. Save up to 7000 on 2023 Silverados. And 1.9 is available on the Silverado when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 1.9% is also available on 2023 Equinox. And no payments for the rest of the summer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. If you need a service... 
They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. And get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's out of bounds here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. And uh, I just got sent this tweet. Uh, we were talking about conference realignment and everything and having reactions from coaches. Saw the Jimbo Fisher uh, of Texas A&M was asked about it, and he said, uh, unfortunately, we're in a time now that everybody is fighting over the dollar. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jimbo. You were the one. Schools, who... players, everybody. Yeah. Coaches. Yeah. Coaches that sign 10 years, $75 million contracts from the start, and then gets raises and extensions after that. Yeah. Fighting over that dollar, old Jimbo. But again, it's like, instead of constantly trying to take that stance just embrace and accept that it, it, it is about that. Like, that's all it's about. We just, I don't understand why people keep trying to fight it off. Like, as if it's, ah, oh, this is just the way it is now. It's like, it's the way it's always been. Exactly. And it's just dumb when people just try to act like, yeah, you know, this is just a sad state of affairs. No, it's, it's just not. presented in a different way yeah. to the public. Yeah. Like, behind the scenes, this has been going on, and this is what they've known the entire time. Yeah. But it's out in the open and it's different for the public yeah it's that's all it is and i'm sure when tv contracts have been signed 40 years ago you know and they were probably lucrative amount of money back then people probably felt the same way but it didn't change anything that's what you like what what is the best definition or at least the best indicator of growth when it comes to sports or or whatever money because that means if people are willing to pay more money and spend more money you got a product that everybody wants to watch, and that makes the sport grow and expand. Like it, it, it's that's what it is. It's how all these sports have happened. And college football is no different. So I just find it so frustrating. Where it's <laughs> like, oh man, this is this is just a, the era we're in. It's like, yeah, it is. It's always been the era. Just now, the dollars have gone up a lot. More. And we saw this before with sponsorships. Everything is sponsored, yeah. and with sponsorships, you know that you're bringing in a certain amount of money. And we've seen it with naming rights and to bowl games and stadiums, fields. So it's always been a factor, but people may not have paid as much attention to it before, but they're paying more attention now. Yep, yep. It's it's in way it's being reported and the access that people have and just knowing the television contracts and the ad revenue is ex- expensive too. Uh, it's always out there, I, but again, I I have no problem with it unless you know, the the teams are still going to go out there. They're still going to compete, and the team that you root for the most is still going to wear the helmets and wear the jerseys, and it's still going to happen. So, uh, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about what's trending in the world of sports because there's a few headlines of things we need to dive into, and I know that uh, we've talked a lot of college football to start, but uh, how about this U.S. women's soccer? Pretty disappointing showing out of them as they were unable to beat Sweden and they take care of business in penalty kicks, which was pretty dramatic to say the least. Partig out there. Did it go in? Waiting on a signal. No. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> well, they're waiting. They're going to check. VAR can't intervene. I couldn't tell from here. I thought it was going in, but it happened so quickly. Wow. Sweden wins. By a millimeter, an actual legitimate millimeter, did Sweden end up taking care of business against U.S. women's soccer, and that is their earliest exit, like, ever in World Cup Now, on that replay, and, you know, when you look at replays for... Let's say NFL, for example, and the receiver has to have two feet in bounds. And you see some green there between their toe and the sideline. On this, you couldn't necessarily see any color between the ball and the white line. But what's also interesting about soccer and hockey, the puck or the ball has to be completely over the line for it to count. Whereas when you're talking about scoring a touchdown... You touch the front of the line, and it's considered a score. So they looked at that and determined that the ball was completely over the line, and this was off a rebound because the goalie initially blocked it, 
and then she saw that it, the ball was coming down and it had a chance to go over the line and she knocked it away again. She just wasn't able to get it before it went completely over the line. It's the, the epitome of brutality at the end there, too. And uh, the United States actually uh, had the advantage on possession. At 58% of the time they had possession, they had more shots, 22 to 9. Shots on goal, 11 to 1. And even corners, 9 to 3. See, 11 Terrible. to 1. That's ridiculous when you don't score a goal. But a lot of credit goes to the goalie for Sweden. But also leading that charge and a lot of shots on goal... Alex Morgan, and she mm-hmm. was a big-time disappointment. And that's something they're going to have to think about. Now, she might decide to step away and because uh, we've already had some players that have stepped away, Megan Rapino being one of them. But it started with that, and so that is what takes you to extra time. And once you get through extra time, now you're talking about PKs. So they shouldn't have been in that position to start with by being able to score a goal and regulation to not get there. But then once they get the PKs, they have an advantage with PKs. Megan Rapino and Sophia Smith both missed PKs that would have given them the win. Mm. And then when they had extra PKs, now there was another miss from Kelly O'Hara, who was a veteran player, and once she and the ball hit right off the post. So once again, we're talking about it being that close to going in or being out. It hits the post, bounces out, and then we get to that result where Sweden is able to get the ball right over. So that's how uh, they kind of got there. And the irony in it is U.S. played one of their better games that they had played to this point in the tournament, and it it just wasn't good enough to get it done. I'm going to try to sit here and pretend I know all the ins and outs about soccer, but uh, I saw that with Megan Rapinoe's penalty kick. She, I mean, it didn't even get to the goal. Like it was just an in way sailed it. Yeah, air ball. Like, and I, I, again, I don't know, but I feel like it's kind of like in uh, in football. I keep making football comparisons, but like if someone's if it's like the last play of the game, and you need a you need a hail mary or something, and you're forty thirty yards away, and you either sail it out of the end zone, you got, you got to give it a chance. And I think that that was kind of something I was a little shocked. I'm like. Listen, I know She's it's difficult, clutch. but yeah, and it's, and it's I know it's difficult. Like I know it's crazy, but you got to give it a chance. You got to give it a chance so to give it. That was exactly what happened with Sweden on the goal prior. So when Megan Rapino steps up, you're feeling good that okay, you're going to be able to get a score here. And she did the exact same thing. And you want veteran players in that situation that have experience. You know, there's always a knock on putting young players in that position. Sophia Smith is one of the better players in soccer right now she's 22 years old and she missed after Megan Rapino, but she's a young player you don't want to see young players in that position having to deal with that then on the other hand when Sweden needed the goal they had a 20 year old step up make the goal to send it into extra PKs yeah I mean United States only scored four goals in four games least amount can't have it we got more out of bounds second hour underway next Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make